This, this, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. March 8th, 2014. It's really the 4th. Broadcasting live from my office, high atop a two-guy smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this week, because I'm on a flight right now, we're all on a flight right now. All of us. Uh, through the Diamond Crown experience, we're here broadcasting from my office, getting ready. We're on the plane right now, and uh, so we're going to have a show right now, and this is what's playing while we're on here. While we're on the plane, this is what's happening. Here it is. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire, high atop the headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop. That's right, right here in Salem. Uh, I lose my place every time. Uh, the only show that doesn't just allow smoking, we insist on it. We demand that you light up along with us. You can tune in at thecigarauthority.com and watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Stop rocking. Just you sit, simply just find sit. us on sit iTunes. Like a, like a human. Relax. Where you can set it and forget it. That's why you're losing your place. You feel like you're going to rock. And the same thing on YouTube. YouTube and You're well, grumpy. I don't feel good. I got all kinds of medicine. I'm heavily medicated, and uh, I've been traveling. I came back from the Dominican Republic a couple days ago. I knew I was getting sick when I was on a plane. It closed up on me. My throat started drying up. The guy next to me is coughing. Disgusting. It's a tube of sickness. That's what it is, the tube of sickness. Not American Airlines. The tube of sickness. That's what it is, and... uh, I don't feel good, and I didn't have a cigar yesterday at all. Haven't had one yet today, so we're gonna smoke if here. If you wanted to not smoke, I can do the smoking for you. Somebody has to do it. I have to do it. I have to do it. So we're gonna do it anyway. So uh, we'll we'll talk about um, a project I was down there working on. I was down there working on many projects, but this uh, I'm gonna get ripped off anyway. So we might as well just may as well uh, just go for it. <laughs> just go for it. So here you go. Here's one for you, Chuck. I'm gonna throw it at you. All right. Oh. Boom. Okay. So uh has a thick end and a thin end, right? There's a thick end and a thin end. I concur. What do you think you're going to smoke, the thicker or the thinner? I believe I'm going to look at the wrapper and the way it's Because I have no band on this yet. The have, thinner end is going to be in the mouth because that's the direction of the wrapper roll. Correct. Huh? You're a pro. You're a pro. Huh? You're the cigar authority. You'd think I was a buyer for the world's largest brick-and-mortar retail it. organization. You're a pro. So it, it's kind of kind of going to look like that. This nice. is um, it's a little Italian stogie, hand handmade, long filler, uh, a little stogie looking, mm-hmm. uh, box pressed, perfecto. Very much like what you'd see a cartoon character smoking in a cartoon from the fifties or sixties. That's what it looks like. A little thinner, but yeah, it's a little little perfecto. So everyone's going big, you're going little. That's it. Do the opposite. Kind of looks you, like that big cigar. Staring at me, staring at me outside your window there. Yeah, that's the size of a car <laughs> above your sign. So we're gonna we're gonna go through the motions anyway and cut the cigar. It's time for to cut our cigar. The official cigar cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually 
low with them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And there is no need to cut the cigar, ladies and gentlemen. There is no need. It is already cut. It is pre-cut. It is pre-cut. That does not make it a machine-made cigar. It is a handmade, quality, top-line cigar. Well, the only reason you'd have to cut a cigar when they when they finish rolling them, you wouldn't need to cut it anyways. But because they cap it, there's but, a reason to cut it. But they do. They trim it on both ends, so it's absolutely perfect. I love it. And this is made by Hochi Blanco in the Dominican Republic. Which can mean only one thing. Mm. I'm going to be visiting our friend the Toto. After the show. the John, because usually the tobacco <laughs> he uses causes irritable bowel syndrome. It does. <clears throat> to a ridiculous degree. We'll see what happens. Um, and we're going to use for a lighter, a lighter that has a This has the most, you probably can't taste it because you're sick, but this has the most amazing pre-light taste. It reminds me of when you first start to make an authentic tomato sauce. It's got a little bit of the basil, it's got some of the thyme, and it's got my mom's secret ingredient, the bay leaf. Oh, the bay leaf is the secret ingredient? <clears throat> Don't you, everybody uses a bay leaf in their sauce. Oh, my mom told me it was just her. Sauce or gravy? Um, depends on if there's meat in it. Okay. Well, it depends, on, it depends on what the intention is. If you're starting with a meat product and the intention is to have it be... Meat based, then it's a gravy, and That's if it starts true. off as a veggie base, again, Mr. Jonathan's got two in a row today. You're on a roll. That's because I'm sick, and it's going to be easy to compete with me. So, what are we using for a lighter? This is yet? the illuminator. This is the lighter that I use all the time. The tank is not very big. I do have to say that's frustrating. What I like about the lighter slim, is slim. We all have the second pocket in our pants that no one knows what to do with you. It's not like you can walk around with just two fingers in your pocket doing the mini Napoleon, and it's not enough space in there for pocket pinball. So, I mean, really, this pocket's useless unless you have the illuminator because Vertical it's thin enough to fit right in there. It is thin. And I cannot tell you how many times I've needed a flashlight just to bug someone yeah. with a headache. The thing is the bomb. And it has a place where you can rest your cigar on it if you put it to the side. It certainly does. It's actually um, concaved. It has a concave in it. So you can actually rest your cigar on there. Pretty nice. So the cigar we're smoking, I'm going to look at the size of this right now before it gets burns too much. I'd say it's four and three quarters. I'll cut down to four and three quarters. Box pressed, Figurado. And we're going to be calling it Cuesta La Vida. Cuesta La Vida is Italian for This is the Life. Ah. And this was a uh, friend of my dad's that used to come over and sit down in the yard with my dad. And as soon as he sat his butt on the chair, the second his butt hit the chair and he went into relax mode and lit his cigar, he would say, Cuesta la vida. This is the life. <laughs> I like how he what said I, it. What I love about Italians, when they speak Italian, they're nice enough to translate they it translate for you. translate it after. Immediately. You and, he, and he would say it all the time and translate it after he sat down. So, uh, Tony, Every time. his name was Tony. Of course it he's, was. He's long gone. And uh, I always remembered it. I didn't know a lot of Italian words. I knew all the swears and stuff. But that's one. There wasn't <laughs> a swear, and I knew. And I used to, you know, sit down and do it myself. So, uh, Cuesta la vida. vida. So, let me spell it for you. Uh, Q U E. S-T-A-E-L-A-V-I-T-A. Cuesta la vita. T. 
two words? It's like six words. It's four words, I guess, if you wanted to call the E and the La. Uh, Cuesta is one word. Then it's E with a little thing on top of it. A little piton, we would say in French. And then a La La. and a Vita. Vita. Cuesta, and they don't say the E at all. Cuesta La Vita. So it's Italian. I like that. So why did I call it that? And why I got samples. Listen, I, I just spent four... Five days. Yeah, I saw Dominican. some of the Facebook pictures. I was a little jealous that you were smoking more cigars oh, than I was. Oh, my God. <laughs> I smoke so many different cigars. And uh, listen, they're very excited. This is the time of year. They're all gearing up for what they're going to have. And, and Hochi Blanco, um, he has. <coughs> he has me. something. I have a cold. He has his new thing. I tried all the samples there and the new aging room stuff. And this is all at Hochi Blanco's place. I'm going to be coughing through the whole show. That's all and right. It's not from we the forgive smoke. you. It's not from the smoke. It's from you got a bad cough. You could stop smoking. I can smoke this by myself with Chuck. Can Chuck. I borrow your lighter for a second? We had to move sets. We're yes. professionals. <laughs> We're professionals. Whoa. Buddy. Oh, jeez. Nice job, rookie. <laughs> you ruin it? <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> Cigar show, and I'm going to be coughing through the whole thing. This is good for business. It is good. And you're going to be on a plane again. Or you're on a plane right now. Right now with you. For Getting everyone else sick. We're going on a plane to the Diamond Crown Experience. Congratulations again to Glenn Baker and Jim. He's taking Jim with him. Jim Ferrara. And um, he is joining Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morris, and myself right now as we're on the plane. We took a limousine from the store to the airport where we went first class to Tampa, Florida. And we're going to get off the plane. We're going to drop our stuff off. And we're headed to whatever they call the Tampa Bay Lightning Arena, whatever it's called. I believe it's called the Tampa Bay Lightning Arena. <laughs> and where we will enjoy first-class seating for the Boston Bruins as they defeat the Tampa Bay Lightning at the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge. The only place where you can watch the game live and smoke a cigar which I think I'm going to go with the uh, Diamond Crown Julius Caesar, I believe. I, I will go for You'll have your, your pick to choose whatever you want, but I will be hailing Caesar at that point. Will you be hailing Caesar and smoking the Hail Caesar? Is it out yet? It's out. It's out. I will. It's not. It's a 60, 60 ring. 60 ring gauge. You're not, not smoking that. No. <laughs> <laughs> do, do like a normal person. Get the church. It'll last most of the game. You'll be okay. I like multiple. Maybe I go with the smaller one and go. To, maybe I try the trifecta and actually go for the natural, the Maduro, and try all three while I'm there. But we will be um, talking and having a good time while Chuck is watching the game. Yeah, you're and not going to watch the game, are you? I doubt it. I went before. I went twice. Why would you? I never saw the game. Yeah, I just don't understand. It's hockey. It's the greatest sport on this planet. Guys. It is the least Says great. Chuck Morrison, who works for the New England Patriots. <laughs> Says Chuck Morrison. So after we get done there, <clears throat> and I don't know if we'll maybe go to Bobby Newman's for a cigar before or after the game. Um, then we will go on Sunday morning. We'll have breakfast. Then we'll head over to the closed J.C. Newman factory where they will take us into the museum and show us the museum of how the museum operates and, and all the history of J.C. Newman, all the first that they oh, did. Oh, it's fascinating. They were the first with a band. They were the first with a bundle. They were the first with Cameroon. They were the first with so many different things, and they'll show you this is how 
their uh, parents and grandparents came up with all these innovations. I might be most excited about that part of the trip. Pretty awesome. And then we will head upstairs, and we will either go into the boardroom, we will either go into the Republican room, which they have um, lots of fundraisers and things in that room, or we will go onto the floor of the cigar factory, wherever you want to go, to set up for the Cigar Authority. We will uh, broadcast from there. On Sunday. On Sunday for Saturday's airing. Okay. Then we will go out to dinner where we will enjoy a great meal at Burns Steakhouse along with Save Some Room because after dinner is over, not only will they take us for a tour of the wine cellar, not only will they take us for a tour of the restaurant itself where they're doing all the cooking in, but they will take us upstairs to another private dining area called the dessert room (laughs) where we will eat dessert until we get sick. I mean, and you're even as sick as you are, you still start glowing when you talk about the dessert room. <laughs> it's a sickness. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a sickness. We will, from there, roll ourselves out back to the hotel room. and the next Try to sleep, which won't happen because no. we'll be too full. Monday morning, we will wake up and we will head over to the working factory at that point where we will see them with all the machine-made cigars and everything that they make out of it. And you'll see all natural, all tobacco machine-made cigars that will be produced there and, and all the different things, all their shipping and receiving and everything that goes on there. Pretty interesting. Uh, remember, they're the distributors for Toro Fuente also, along with Diamond Crown and uh, Brick House and um, all this Pella stuff. Mar. Yeah, all the different things. Hmm. We will uh, see the factory in operation. Then we will head for lunch. Um, what is that place? Mm, lunch. There's like a, is it a, the little Mexican bistro? The, sp- the Spanish, the first Spanish yeah, yeah. restaurant. I can't think of what it's called. But then from there, right to the airport, where we will fly first class home. The limo will be waiting for us and it will drive us back to the store. And we will have the time of our life, what they call the Diamond Crown Experience. Now, I tell all you this because we're going and what does this have to do with you? We're telling you what a time you're going to miss. No, no, no. Because across the whole country, wherever you are, at Diamond Crown Cigar Lounges across the country, they will be having contests this year to win the Diamond Crown experience. It's, this is what it is. We'll tell you. Uh, we're the guinea pig. We're going to try it out. We're going to see. They're what rolling right. it out in April, by the way. Yeah. The official rollout. Which we're doing it again, right? Yeah. Okay. We're in. We're just testing this at no charge to them. <laughs> We're willing to test this for them. They don't have to pay us. No, they do not. All right, good. And then when they're ready to roll it out, we will do it again. And uh, it it was great. It was great. And uh, uh, Glenn won, and he's been a a good customer for many years. It's nice to see a loyal customer uh, end up winning. Sometimes there's people we don't even know. Um, And he made a deal with Jim. Jim. Um, They bought an absurd amount of boxes together. Yeah. Absurd. It was into the 20s, I believe. It was ridiculous. Yep. So they had a better chance of doing it, and they did, and there we go. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. We're right on, as I say, this is Saturday morning. We are on the plane right now, headed down there, and we're getting ready to go to the game. So uh, looking forward to it. Uh, It's been a long time coming. They're looking forward to it because they're dying to see how well it goes so that they can um, cross the T's and dot the I's for the next group and make sure everything is uh, going great. So, once again, at the Dominican Republic, uh, I went and saw a lot of folks. <coughs> um, factory I saw, to factory. I saw on Facebook that you bumped into Rafael Nadell. No, I did not. All right, then that was a misleading <laughs> post from one of you. 
well, yeah, it wasn't for me. I was at his factory. I was smoking his cigars unbeknownst to him. Uh, I didn't see uh, Jose Blanco either. He was on the other side of the island while I was there, but I smoked his cigars also. Listen, even though if you're not there, hey, where were those? You know, I want to taste them anyway. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> you and I'll, and I'll keep, keep to, uh, you know, I won't say anything until you say it's okay to say anything. Do you have the, uh, the video up on your computer screen there by any chance? I do. Can you read the chat box? There's a question. And I think you're the expert, the authority, if you will, to answer this. It says, uh, can you ask the guys a question for me? I'm planning a trip to Punta Cana. Yeah. The Dominican Republic, what cigar factories are in Punta Cana. That's on the other side of the island. <coughs> you may have um, Altadas, maybe the only one on that side of the island. I believe they are. Altadas, they're the maker of Romeo and Juliet, uh, Monte Cristo. Um, Overrated. Did I say that out loud? Yeah. You did. Yes, uh, I, I never been to that factory. I saw their machine-made factory in Puerto Rico where they make uh, the um, Phillies and things like that. Uh, I'm sure it's impressive. I mean, they're, they're a giant company, and they're there in Punta Cana. And do they have um, do they have tours there? I can't answer that. If they do, I'm sure they can. Tell them I you, think most them, factories have yeah, tours. Tell them you know the guys at the, uh, at the Cigar Authority and uh, that will do <laughs> no help to it all. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I spend millions of dollars with them, so they should do something. Tell me you know the well, guys. Cigar two guys yeah, say Two me, Guys Smoke Shop and you, you might be able guy, to get yeah, in. Try Two Guys Smoke Shop yeah. and we'll see what happens there. What happened when it says senses, censored? I mean, someone mean? said a swear word. Really? And then <laughs> show up. Which we encourage the swearing. I don't know why so, Ustream censors it. Uh, so we it, like it. It automatically looks at the word and says yeah. this is a swear? Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's got the seven deadly in there. I've tested them all. So what if you did a little different than like a dollar if you, sign? Yeah, if you, well, if you want to swear, what you do is you do, uh, let's say, F space, U space. Please. And then That's enough. continue spelling. I wasn't going to spell it out. Well, I don't think you can spell it. D-G-E. Budge. Right. Exactly. Thank you, Dave. Okay. You can also put periods in between. You know. Yeah. If you're really that gung-ho, you want to let it out, let it out. Yes, you have permission to drop my name. David Garofalo, two guys smoke shop. Drop my name and uh, tell them you listen to Cigar Authority. Why aren't they advertisers would be the question to ask. Why are they not advertisers? Seeing we're a direct hit to cigar smokers everywhere. Why would they not be a direct? Because because we tell the truth. If we don't like the product, we're going to tell them the product. But we're not going to be paid, bought, and paid for. You right. Buy an ad. But the other thing here is, well, if I advertise, can you get me in two guys? Yeah, that doesn't happen either. I'm sure we got plenty of product in here. I used to say uh, when I did your job, Chuck, I would say, um, you know what I'll do? <coughs> I will personally go to bat for you with the owner of Two Guys Smoke Shop. He's sure. a personal friend of mine, and I will go to bat for your brand. And then David and I would enjoy a good laugh, a hearty laugh after. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's get to this day in American classic history. Today is March 8th, 2014. This day in American classic history brought to you by our friends at Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! You've heard of epic rap battles, and now it's time for the epic battle for this day in American classic history. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Versus Chuck. Game over, man. Game over. Making mountains move, Morrison. Go ahead. 
Make my day. Brought to you by Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars. Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium body blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. <coughs> Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. How'd that commercial go with a coffin in the oh, background? Oh, perfect. Yeah, I can't it hold was, it back. It was better than Jeremy Saw's talking over it. I um, know, because it was a whatever. March 8th. Um, Mr. Jonathan goes second. second. I go second, yeah. I'm still I'm on my losing streak. Okay. Chuck, Alan Hale Jr., son of character actor Alan Hale Sr. Any idea yet? Nope. Best known for his role as the skipper on the sitcom Gilligan's Island. Sure. The series aired on CBS from 1964 to 1967. After its cancellation, the series would remain popular, staple in syndication to this day. It's still on. Today's Alan Hale Jr., the skipper's birthday. The late great. Born this day what year? 1910. 1910, he says. Little known fact about Gilligan's Island is the characters were all the seven deadly sins, just so you know. Really? Uh, yeah. And that would, what, where, where I'm going with this is that means that he was born in 1929. Chuck Morrison takes it. 1921, Mr. Jonathan went over. Yeah. So Chuck gets that. Mr. Jonathan. Fail. Cat yep. Von D. Cat Von D. Tattoo Related artist. to Cat Von Mitt. Nope, Kat Von D is a tattoo artist who is featured on Miami Inc. and L.A. Inc. Also authored the books of highly voltage tattoos. She is known for breaking up Jesse James and Sandra Bullock's marriage. She dated West Coast Chopper CEO and reality star Jesse James and Nikki Sticks, bassist for the rock band Motley Crue. So she must be hot. I don't know who she is, but her name is Kat Von D. Today's her birthday. Born what year? She was born in 1969. 1969. Born to 69. 70. 1982 for Chuck for two. Well played, Chuck. Thank you, man. Chuck, Mick, Mick, Mickey Dolan's American singer-songwriter. Anything? No. Nope. Mickey Dolan's drummer. Nope. Actor. Nope. The Monkees. Yep. He was not only... Uh, oh, Mickey Dolan. He was not a drummer at the time, but hired to do a TV job. He needed lessons to even be able to mime uh, credibility and eventually was taught himself how to play. At the time, the Monkees went on tour. Dolan uh, competed and was competent enough to play drums himself, lead vocals on songs such as Last Train to Clocksville, Take the Giant Step, and I'm a believer. Are you a believer? What year was he born? I'm going to go with... uh... 46. 46, he says. 35. 45. Son Chuck of a Morris gun. I'm shut out. How does he, uh... I don't even understand. So I got three left. You got to get them all. Mr. Or, or nail them all. Freddie Prince Jr. Anything? Freddie he became Prince known Jr. for his lead roles in such movies as She's All That. Major films included I Still Know What You Did Last Summer and Summer Catch. His father, Freddie Prince, was a comedian who committed suicide when he was one years old. He was uh, in, uh, what was the name of that show Freddie Prince was on? Um, well, you might, this he is, was in a garage. Mr. Belvedere? No, it wasn't Mr. Belvedere. Here's a did you know. He was a writer for WWE Wrestling. Who was? Freddie, Freddie Prince, Prince Jr.? Jr. Really? I met him. Yeah. He was Why? hired on as a writer. He got married to Sarah Michelle Geller in 2002. 
He was born in 1975. 76. Double points. Chuck Morrison on a roll. Man, got I just 76. handed it to you. What do you got? Wow. It's impossible. Should we go any further? Just, let's just make it look bad. Chuck <laughs> died this day. Joseph Joe DiMaggio. Ah. Born Giuseppe Paolo DiMaggio. Nicknamed Jolton Joe DiMaggio, the Yankee Clipper. Italian-American Major League <laughs> Baseball player who played center field for his entire 13-year career in the New York Yankees. He is perhaps the best known for his 56-game streak, a record that still stands. Introduced in the Hall of Fame, voted the best sports player ever. Jolton Joe DiMaggio died today. What year? 1988. 1988. 1989. <coughs> Mr. Jonathan, 1999. So, geez, you got, you got one in there. Right? Hey, at least it's not hey. a shutout. All right, so making it not look all that bad. Happened this day. Last question. Happened this day. Philips Technology Company demonstrates the compact disc, a digital optical, digital data storage format. The format was originally developed to store and playback sound recordings, only CDDA. It later was adapted storage, demonstrating the compact disc for the first time. Demonstrated or it went to market? Demonstrated. Demonstrated for the first first time. time. That would be 1981. 1981, he says. 1900 for the win. 1900 for the win. 1979. Chuck, you're on fire today. This Thank day you. in American Classic history brought to you by 79. Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars. Celebrate today, March 8th, with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. The CD went into, went into first production in 82. <laughs> yeah, they were done. It took them two years? you got to make the little, little plastic boxes and stuff. That takes time. <laughs> <laughs> that takes time. Text cigars two nine six zero zero zero. We got a new number. Nine so get six this. zero zero zero. The other one's still good. If you did it, you did it. But we have a new number. Well, the new number, the you can no, you can no longer text the first number because the FCC shut it down because someone somewhere not associated with the company that we are using and not associated with us. Someone somewhere attempted something illegal having to do with tobacco. Get out of here. And the FCC shut the number down. Really? Then the number was brought back, but only with certain cell providers because now it's a high-risk number. So all the cell providers won't use it. So they asked me, what do you want us to do? And I said, give me a new number. And they gave us a better number, 96,000. 96,000. That's good. Nine six. Yeah, but maybe it doesn't work. So guys that it didn't work on before. It's like not going to Ru- work for Rudy. Like Rudy, he's, they can't do short codes in Canada. Rudy, try this out for us, bud. He's got a he's got a rotary cell phone. He's got to wait <laughs> until he gets the touchtone one. That'd be a great app. <laughs> Don Lucas Cigar Factory in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Don't know it. Don Lucas. Anything that's Don, the Don brands. Mm. Wait, was the kiss off of Don during the cigar boom when everything that had Don on it died? Well, it's. Uh, basically, <clears throat> it's the same as putting Mr. in front of your name. It's as ridiculous as that. Well, it is even worse because somebody calling themselves Dawn is saying that I'm... I'm the stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't it, want to call yourself that. Somebody else say, it's a, oh, Dawn Jonathan. Decap it. It's showing respect, but somebody to call them. Can, can Trump get away with it? <clears throat> Dawn. Dawn. Don Trump. The Dawn. Yeah. Donald Trump. No. Well, he's the he Donald. doesn't call himself that, no, right? No. He calls himself the Donald. Does he? 
He refers to himself in the third person constantly. All right. So anyway, um, text the word cigars to 96,000. 96,000. And uh, we got nothing to give you this week, but those that didn't do it. The only reason when we do the recorded shows, it's not really fair because not everyone can listen and and, and take advantage of it. Yeah. So we're not giving the prizes when we record it. And next week's show will be the show we do from there. So that will be already pre-recorded. And then we come back. I think I go to I go to Miami or something. Jesus. You go to Miami, but we're still – we plan on the 15th. That is the Catalina Wine Mixer, if I'm not Oh, yeah, mistaken. we're doing a live. That is the 15th. Next live show, March 15th, the Catalina Wine Mixer, our fourth anniversary. They said it couldn't be done. You think we quit after having a ridiculous – I have going quit. On? I have quit. Mr. Jonathan has quit. I have never quit. Four <laughs> years, I'm still doing this ridiculous thing, but I'm still doing it. It's rocking, man. I don't know about that, but we're, we're still featured doing it. by Podbean. Yes. No one even knows who they are. No. But, but they're featuring us. So they're hurting. It's important. So they are hurting for certain. <laughs> I want to get featured on iTunes. Wouldn't that be nice? What you got to do with doubt, I if doubt. people go on there and write nice things and say something, uh, maybe. We're related to tobacco, man. It's the kiss of death. Yeah. Nobody will feature us. I'm surprised Podbean did. There's the word cigar in our title. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Worse than bad. And we smoke the whole show. Yeah. I'm sick and I'm smoking cigars <laughs> and I'm coughing during the show. I will not stop. I will not stop. Hey, that's what. That's part of being the authority. That's what you have to do. All right, let's go to break. Uh, when we come back, I don't know. We got a whole bunch of stuff here. I, I just did two phone conferences and worked all day. I don't feel good. Mr. Jonathan's got a whole bunch of crap to talk about. I'll chime in. Uh, I'm from live from my office here, high atop Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar. This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. (laughs) What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, Something original, people. You deserve a brick today? (laughs) Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? 
I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Jonathan, get me a glass of water. Thank you. Not feeling my best. We're on the Cigar Authority. We're smoking cigars. We're smoking a cigar that's not even on the market yet. Cuesta la vida. And it's definitely going to be on the market. It's definitely going to be in the market because I already ordered them. So nice. we're working on the design of the packaging and band right now, but the cigars are being made. They will be put aside, and they will rest, and they will rest, and they will rest, and they will rest as they're already made in maybe about six months from now. Yeah. We'll, we'll taste one, and then we'll say, okay, they're ready. So this is early. This is off the rolling For bench. early. This is phenomenal, It really though. is very good, and what I'm picking up is, remember you played baseball as a kid, and there was the uh, the softer bubble gum. It was the, the big league chew. Yeah. It was still pink and it had that bubble gum flavor to it. Like the shredded ones? The shredded ones. Yeah. So it's got a little bit of that. But if you just you just shredded up your own dentine gum and you threw that in the mix. So every once in a while you got a little cinnamon spice with your bubble gum. There's some spice in here. It's spicy right from the go, even from the dry taste. You, the dry taste yeah. had a little a little something to it. So I liked it. I mean, I, I had smoked... I had smoked so many different cigars while I was there. Now, when you when you try cigars like this fresh off the table, you, you have to get past that taste of this was just made taste. So you push that aside. You know it's there. It will go away. You push that aside. And maybe this was a week ago. So now it's got a week on it anyway. But, you know, it's still. Well, I'm going to tell you this. And, and I'm not I'm not all the way through. And I know the, the origin you get it to be about this pot, this spot in it, and it kicks into high gear, and all the Lajero hits you. So that hasn't happened yet. But typically, with a, there's a certain strain of Dominican Lajero that Hochi uses. Yes, it does. And hmm. It affects my stomach that oh, way. Hopefully, it's not in here. I don't. I'm not <clears> tasting <throat> it. I'll tell you what we did. Because the cigar is so small, there's only one size of the cigar. That's going to be it. It was very, very aged tobacco that he couldn't do other things with it. It's just too small. The pieces were too small. And he said, I can do it. It can't be that thick. And I don't want to go Lancero or anything like that. He said, it can't be that thick and it can't be that long. So this is four and three quarters inches. And what is it? Maybe a 40? Yeah, at the middle. If that. In the middle, yeah. <coughs> yeah, it's really, it really, and, and that, perf- I like the Perfecto shape because of the changes on it. Yeah. And I am becoming a little bit of a cigar geek. I've been smoking thinner ring gauge cigars lately. I'm getting a little geeky. But I do dig the fact that this shaped cigar does change multiple times. As it gets thicker, it starts to burn a little cooler. You get some more flavors. And then as it gets thinner again, it starts to heat up. 
changing the flavor again. Well, this I enjoyed while I was there. They made me the little Cuban coffee with the sugar and the thing, mm. which I had so many of them while I was there. But at this point, I don't know, we got done talking about, you saw the list of things I yeah. bought and I sent you. So, tons. Obscene. Obscene. What'd you buy? Tons of cigars. This is why he's not the buyer. Yeah. But ah. when he you? goes on... When he goes on trips like this, he forgets <laughs> that he isn't the buyer, and he just starts buying stuff. He can't pass up a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought all that, and then we sat down, and, and the pressure was off because there's pressure when I go there. This, they're all there. Listen, this is their home turf, not mine. And I'm in their home turf playing their game, and they're showing me these cigars, and they're proud of them and everything. And you, you kind of take your lunch, and you have a cup of coffee, and you sit and talk, and you whatever – it's called Wine and Dine. Yeah, I've known them for a long time. and There's hugging involved. There's hugging. And um, I'm very put off by the hugging. Someone that <laughs> I met a year ago, and they come in. The first time you shake the hand, the second time you go for the hug. And it's the hug. And second I'm like, time. What, what is with the hugging all the time, people? I'm not really a hugger that way. The, the women put their cheek against you and go. They don't actually touch their lip to your cheek. But That's I don't good. even know who they are. And they just, oh, hi. And they go right for it. I never met them before, and here's the cheek to cheek. And then they go. And to you the, do it back? <clears throat> they go to the other side. I don't know what I do. Just kind of stare. Yeah, like, I'm like, he freezes. <laughs> so, I had the Cuban coffee, had the cigar, sat back, and I had the cigar earlier, and I said, "This one is really interesting. This is this goes so perfect with a cup of coffee. This is what I want. Like, I want to get up in the morning and have a cup of coffee in this." This is the one. Mm. So, uh, in so he said, "Here, let me put some in a bag for you." So he gave me a little Ziploc bag, and he put a handful of them in there. The next morning, I got up. I had co- I had breakfast. I grab a cup of coffee. I go by the pool. There's a pool there, and you put I light. In the pool? No, I should have, but I didn't. I light the cigar up, and I have the cup of coffee, and I said, "This is perfect." Mm. Yeah. Cuesta la vida. This is the life. <laughs> see? And it was born. I can see the video forming. It already. was born. That's how it happened. Unbelievable. So, yeah, so that that's the idea. It's, it's good for a cup of coffee. I'm surprised how long it went out on me because I was talking too much, but all of us still got a lot way to go. Oh, it's yeah. Perfect burn, yeah. Amazing how long and how, how young it was well, rolled. The, the Again, to- old tobacco. The tobacco, and this is something that I talk to customers about, the tobacco itself, although very old, you can only get so much of the ammonia that's inherent in all tobacco yeah. out yeah. with the aging process by itself. Yeah. The final 20, 15 percent, whatever it is, is still locked in the leaf and doesn't get released until the tobacco's touch. The chemical process happens between the, the two leaves, and this releases the final amount of ammonia, and that's why... You do have to sit on a cigar for a little while after sure. it's been rolled. And we've had we've had cigars in the early stages on this show many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's always that predominant ammonia taste, yeah, for yeah, lack yeah. of a better way to describe it. And I'm truly, I would tell you if it was there, if it's there, maybe I am I'm a little sick myself, but I can't I can't taste that at all. Do you? I mean It doesn't taste new. No. It is new. I've watched the make. I'm just saying it doesn't taste new. <clears throat> well you did say it was aged tobacco. I mean it was aged tobacco and aged for a long period of time. What are we going to do with this? It's too good. I don't know what they used it on, but it's too good to just throw it into anything. Yeah. And they held on to these things. And that's why I, I, I go down there looking for the gold. You know, what can we possibly do with this? Oh, we can make a, a 40 ring gauge 30. 
Um, Did we buy every single one? Is there another crop of this stuff? No. This is a one and done. Uh, there's, there's enough. I mean, we're only one little store. I'm, we're not going to go national with this thing or anything like that, but we'll have enough uh, for years and years. It's good enough. I mean, six more months of age on this thing, and it's going to be uh, off the charts. We'll I'm, do a follow-up. I'm going to buy several boxes of it and put them aside because it's that good, and I never do that. Yeah. Never. So I'm messing around with the band. I put, like, the red and white checkerboard uh, Italian cloth. Um, mm. Nice stuff. The... Uh, it is the um, checkerboard like it would be um, tablecloth, table Italian cloth, restaurant. Italian re- restaurant tablecloth. This is, uh, I'm, I'm frozen for some reason here. I'm trying to look and see what you got here. You know how they say it's well, not you, just, it's me? Yeah. It's you. It's me? Yeah, you're cursed. There it is. Brand new computer okay. and so, you're cursed. So turn it around the side. So you'll see the checkerboard. That's Quest of La Vida there. You turn it like focus there. Oh, you can see it too. There it is. I'm, I'm far behind you. Yeah, it's like <coughs> about 15 seconds behind. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. That gives us enough time to say a swear word and get out. Censored. It. Censored. Yeah, yeah. The check. So that's me actually doing it on a piece of paper just to, to set it up, give the idea. Then we'll give it to the designers and say, this is the idea, and I'll make it look good, emboss it, make it pop. Yeah. And how do we present it? This is a cigar I don't think that can be in cellophane. I think it will ruin the appearance of it. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. So uh, it's box press. I think the color should be glossy, too. I think of Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. Like that green and red oh, from Ferrari. Oh, Chuck. Yeah. It's good. Classy. That's what I'm looking for. You know, you, you, the yeah. high life, the good isn't life. It, isn't it a classy cigar? It's, yeah. it's Really, it's very, small. very great sheen to the wrapper. Yeah. yeah. I, I said the wrapper on this, I said I only want... Good-looking wrapper. I said, don't put crappy red. Don't worry about a thing. This is Hochi Blanco. Don't worry. And I don't have to worry about a thing. He's got it. Yeah. Don't usually, worry about it. You don't pay for anything you don't like. Usually in the Dominican Republic, you have to worry. Yeah. He's, a, <laughs> he's a good egg. They're, they're all good. I mean, they're very nice to me. I mean, every move I made, there's somebody with me with a gun. Awesome. And, and um, We love guns. I got stories to tell you after the fact. Okay. Is that um, pregame material? No, I don't no. think it's that. Not even <laughs> too censored for pregame. Yeah. Uh, I do have to say we're talking about how ammonia hits you and, and the flavors of the tobacco, which made me think of this mailbag. Let me let me say this. A police officer came over to the car with a shotgun and actually cocked the shotgun. What? After we paid no attention to him, he cocked the shotgun. And I'll tell you, it gets your attention. I'll say that. Would. Why? Everybody shut up and turn their head. And I'm like, uh-oh, this is going down. And he was hungry. He said, I'm very hungry in Spanish or whatever. And he put his hat out for donations. And he got the donations and put his hat on with the money in it and drove away. So there it is. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is how it is. This is how it is. Come on. No joke. No joke. I'm not making this up. You weren't going to tell that story on the show? That Roto, is gold, Jerry. Wait a minute. A police officer? Like, legit? Police, it wasn't legitimate a legitimate police officer. And you didn't? They're so corrupt. Facebook wow. me or text See, it, me? It, it depends what you're driving. And I said, they do this to regular poor people there and stuff, and they say they know exactly what they're doing. What were you driving? Like a Land Rover or something? Yeah, something like that. And um, he cocked a gun. Oh, my God. We, awesome. we paid no attention to him because he was looking for a handout. And then, oh. Everyone stopped, this including the driver. Business. That was it. He put it. He, he put the round in. That was it. Did uh, did, did was he accepting of your American money? I was with a chief of police. 
from from the states from the states who who crapped his pants. <laughs> Tell you right now. Yeah. He said <laughs> that was robbery. That wasn't that was robbery. Armed robbery is mm-hmm. what happened there. Mm-hmm. That was armed robbery. He goes, "Oh my god." You know how many laws that guy just broke? Brutal. Yeah, we all know how many. Now, shut See, up I would expect that the from wallet. the locals, right? But not the not the police, say. Yeah. Yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal. Go ahead. All right, so Wilson writes in, uh, Hey, guys, I've been listening for only a few months now, and I have to say the show is great company <coughs> for my long flights to and from the west slash east coast. I notice that sometimes when I'm smoking a cigar, hopefully not on a plane, Mr. Wilson, uh, and I'm with Dave on the thinner ring gauges. Every once in a while, my cigar takes on a very foul taste and not roasted turkey either, Mr. J. The other he kind re- of foul. He really listens. I guess so. <laughs> uh, where does this foul tar taste come from? I would have to know the cigar he's smoking, but a lot of times you'll get a foul taste when your cigar is too wet. That's because you put the cigar in your cheek or you hold it in. You make your cigar very very moist. You should try to smoke your cigar dry as possible, mm-hmm. not slobber all over it. Wet tobacco, as it's burning and driving and smoke is going through the wet, it ends up giving a terrible taste to it, what especially I've, Connecticut shade. What I've noticed myself is, uh, and the, the worst thing in the world is a cigar that doesn't draw, yeah. and I'm very cheap when it comes to my money, and if I'm smoking something, I do what I can to make it work. Especially when it's Dave's money, same thing. I don't take a cigar and go, oh, this doesn't draw, and I put it down. If, it, if I can pull air through it, I try to smoke it. And what I notice when I do that is the tar will actually bubble up right on the end of the cigar where you can see it. You can reach down and touch it. And I've licked my finger like an idiot after that. And that what is this like. the foul taste that you get from time to time. It's tar building up. And I would, I would add to David's point, when the tobacco is too wet... It expands, just like anything else with moisture. Yeah. It expands out a bit and restricts the airway coming through. So, Wilson, keep the cigar dry. If it doesn't have a good draw, try to get something going through that. See if you can find the knot in the cigar and just kind of work a, mm. a nail or a file through. Stop smoking those Cuban cigars because that's the reason why they don't draw. <laughs> I got a question this uh, this past weekend yeah. from, a, uh, from a newbie cigar smoker kind of getting into it. And they asked me, and I didn't really have an answer. Now, you don't – here's the question. You're not supposed to inhale cigars. Correct. Uh, are there those that do or – There are. Usually, yeah. usually former cigarette smokers, smaller ring gauges, and they'll say they'll do it. I have accidentally done it a couple of times. Everyone who smokes cigars, you accidentally do it. Yeah. If I put a cigar in my mouth and I'm picking something up and then I take a hit and thing, I'm like, oh, my God. Kills you. Yeah. It's not to be yeah. well, inhaled like a cigarette. The flip side is your lungs are <clears> an acidic <throat> environment. And cigarette tobacco, because of all the treatment they do to the tobacco, the tobacco becomes acidic. So for all intent and purposes, your lungs can handle cigarette smoke better than cigar smoke. Cigars are alkaline, and things that are alkaline, the transfer happens in your cheeks. So you end up pulling the nicotine, what little there is in the cigar, passes through your cheeks and goes into your system that way. If you inhale it, it really is going to cause you to cough and, and build up the phlegm because right. it's the wrong right. makeup of, of, for what your lungs are capable of handling. 
I just said, you know, that's the long answer, right? Well, he said, do you know, do you, do you inhale cigars? And I said, no. And he asked, do the, you know, are there those that do? And I'm like, maybe there is. Well, why don't you? And I said, well, try it. It kills you. You yeah. know, it's it's not <laughs> enjoyable. Yeah, You're not supposed to do that for any stretch. But uh, yeah, is he a cigarette smoker? He was. Yeah, yeah. He that, was. A cigarette- that's the person that ends up doing it, and then they hate cigars yeah. because they end, end up inhaling it, and they don't get what they want, which is the nicotine content, which is so small, and the heavy smoke. Do they say, oh, you know, it's thing, so I'm not getting any of that and any of this off. It's a whole different thing. When I, I, At the beginning, when the cigar boom happened in the 90s, everybody was, was searching for the cigarette smoker and said, wow, if we can get 1% of cigarette smokers onto premium cigars, wow, yeah, it's right. going to be unbelievable. Uh, it didn't happen. The cigarette smoker did not like it, and the cigar smoker doesn't like cigarettes. It's usually not the same person at all. It's very, you, you see a lot of cigar smokers that will be pipe smokers also, but not cigarette smokers. Yeah doesn't happen. Uh, the folks at Davidoff of Geneva announced that Royal Agio Cigars, which are now um, distributed by Davidoff, will no longer be distributed them as of April 1st. Uh, Royal Agio, Agio and uh, Mahari's. Mahari's um, I remember it was Mike Cusano that um, took the production. It was um, first distributed many, many years ago by the folks at, at um General Cigar, who uh, really Villazon, who was bought by General Cigar. I'm dating myself now, but Villazon was the um, distributor of it. Then it went to, I believe, Ashton distributed it. <clears throat> and then Mike Cusano, who was a small, small manufacturer out of... Uh, um, Dominican Republic. Yeah, but um, out of Florida distributing. Yeah. Uh, he took it on, and when he was bought out by Davidoff, Davidoff t- took the distribution, which I think was a big, uh, I thought, a big feather in their cap that they ended up getting the, uh, and, and I know a lot of people look at Agio and, and um, the Maharis, Maharis and say, oh, it's little amounts. Let me tell you, it's millions and millions and millions. Yeah. It's way more than premium cigars. These things are worldwide, multi, multi billions of cigars that they sell. They're huge companies. And these huge companies could buy any of these uh, ma- these manufacturers in the United States, they're huge. Mm. But for some reason, it doesn't work in this country. And it works in all European company- countries, but not so big in these, in these where Cusano was a, a lower-priced product that actually sold well in tobacco outlet stores, mm. not just premium cigar stores, but um, Cusano was a brand that sold in... So in that's ca- how he got his numbers. He was able, oh, to, yeah. get, he was able to get into the smaller, <clears throat> maybe put a humidor in and... The places nobody ever wanted to be in. That, ah. That's how he built his company up. So actually, smart wow. move for Davidoff because they got in with their products into those. You know, that was the positive thing that happened. And with it, they got uh, Royal Agio. So where does Royal Agio go from there? Do they start up their own thing themselves, or do they go back to somebody they dealt with? Uh, you know, why are they leaving? Where would they want to go? And I found it very interesting where they went. I did as well. Where do you think they went, Chuck? Cusano? No. That's where they are. Yeah, they're, right. uh, they're basically there now. Davidoff bought Cusano. Okay, so Cusano's part of Davidoff. Yeah. Um, I would, I mean, a guess would be they independent. Would, they, they would go independent. They, they would go on their own. They didn't. They, they mm-hmm. went with somebody which would have even more um, placement. All right, here's in, my guess. Yeah. Macanudo. No. They went with? J.C. Newman. Drew Estates. Drew Estates. Drew Estates. With the Acid brand. Okay, okay. all right. So it went with there, which uh, probably a good move. Yeah, They're actually. Probably get better distribution into those places where it's going to sell better than it would in a premium cigar store. So uh, 
Now, knowing knowing what we know just just by talking about different brands and people buying different things, is this a move by Drew Estate to bump their numbers up? Do you think maybe someone's looking at oh, them yeah. to yep. possibly buy them? Yep. And Ooh. this is a move that they're making strategically to get their numbers up. I love inflate the, the numbers. I love this kind of talk because this is this is like um, three dimensional chess at yeah. this point of what ends up happening, and I believe it. That that would be the move. That makes sense. Sure. Uh, who knows? And, and I'm sure you know the reps aren't going to know. This is way above the pay scale of just just the top people in the company know what's the end game, what's the idea. Right. Always oh, exit strategy. And yeah, this yeah. Is, uh, that's that's the game right there. Is you want to be sold, you know, bought and sold. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I look at that. What's it, what do you think it's going to do to the numbers? <sighs> Triple. Oh yeah. Easy. Huge. Yeah. That's good move for Archio and a setup for Drew Estates. Great moves. Yeah. Win win. Yeah. So then somebody comes in like, I hope not, Philip Morris, I.J. Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, somebody says, we'll take the distribution of it. Huge, if that ends up going. I don't want the Do you guys companies. carry that here at two guys? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, very close with Mike uh, Cusano and uh, everything he took. I would try any, everything, anything and everything. Yeah. Um, and give him the feedback that he was looking for anyway. So <clears throat> that's that. Text the word cigars to 96,000. No dot, no nothing, right? Way better number. I love it. But people got to try it and see if it ends up doing it. And not next week, the following week, we'll start giving away stuff. Well, I tested it today. I sent out a text <clears throat> announcing that we're on the show. So everyone who was on the list got the text. Everyone that was, me. was doing the old number, right? The old number. You're still on the list. They just attach a different number to get into our list. So I would say we're the first... Well, if we were nine six three six two, they had nine six three hundreds, right? And we were probably the three hundred, the sixty second one. And right. Ninety six hundred means we are number one. <laughs> I like his style. Right. I don't know why it's we'll so be, important to you to be number one, but yeah, I would say <coughs> we are probably been, number I, one. I've been number two for so long. I try harder. I want to get to number one. That's the goal. Okay. All right. When we come back, um, we'll get Debonair with Chuck Morrison. We'll do the opposite with old Fat Freddy. You got got a good, I got a good discussion for us today. Really? Yeah. Good. Uh, I got the tweets of the week uh, from Recluse, and uh, we got a lot of little cigar blow, news things. I'm going to blow the doors off of the thought that marijuana is safer than tobacco and safer than alcohol. I've got some very interesting news from Dr. Mark S. Marcosi oh. that is going to blow your mind. So Resident if you've got a pot smoker, doctor. If you've got a, a pot smoker in your family, you're going to want them to listen to that segment. We've got a great discussion coming up. All right. That and more. So stick around, everybody. We're live from my office, high atop of Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to not only Coffin and stuff, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're listen, uh, when you're smoking or whatever the heck this Cuesta is. Cuesta la vida. Cuesta. <laughs> and you got to say it that way. Cuesta, Cuesta la vida. This is the life. Just keep the lid end out of your mouth. Be right back. <laughs> and this is a reminder for all listeners out there to leave us a review on iTunes. Now, I'm going to have a much more scripted script for us and really have this polished up, but we have some time to fill here. And we appreciate your feedback. We appreciate your listenership. And uh, we'd love to hear from you and help us grow our presence up on iTunes. So leave your feedback. Leave your comments. You can also contact us at thecigarauthority.com. Nothing less than a five-star, by the way. Nothing less than five stars. Nothing less. We'll be right back. You know, 
know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. This is the Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now, he's used to big group, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Hour number two. Broadcasting. Two guys smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire, up in my office, and, uh, my apologies for my gravelly voice and my coughing in between. I think it's sexier. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. We I just brought it. it to the next level. I will not be sick. And I thought what you say to me all the time and stuff, will it away. away. I tried. When that doesn't work, you make the Nikolai Volkov soup and you're all set. Yeah. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. And, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And this week, high atop two guys smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're at the worldwide headquarters, folks. We're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. stores in New Hampshire and uh, we're worldwide. We insist on it. Uh, Tune in to CigarAuthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand. 
at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And you do the same thing with YouTube right there on Google. Subscribe. So I'm sitting by the pool on Saturday, and it's 12 noon, and I got two cigar companies there. And I went to play the thing, but it wasn't up. The, the show. You know, I tried to. Yeah. I tried to show it, and it wasn't up on the thing. And I'm like, ugh. So and I was actually premature on my release. I know we wanted to try to time it for a 12 o'clock yeah. release, but I published both things Friday afternoon wow. ahead of time. And I got nothing. Which is weird. Yeah. You may have just had to refresh <clears throat> your browser. I don't know. I didn't have a browser. I yeah. had a cell phone. This it bro- wasn't working all that well. <laughs> it's a browser on your cell phone. You just had cookies or something. Cookies. I had cookies. lots of cookies. I don't like their cookies like I like our cookies here in America. They, have, they have flan. That's one of the desserts. Flan. Flan. I don't like what it sounds like, nor what it tastes like. I don't dig the food, man. I don't dig it. Yeah. I Beans love and rice and and little bits of meat and, and lots of rice. And we, we go to these cafeterias outdoors where the poor people go. Let me tell you, tons of food for three, four bucks. Tons. But how much can you eat plantains yeah. made different ways, boiled, fried, this way, that way? Plantains, rice, beans, and a little bits of mm. whatever mystery meat is going on there. And, man, I couldn't wait. I actually enjoyed the uh, meal in first class on the way home. And, and that's usually crap. Oh, God. But, uh, <laughs> look, look. Uh, all right, I'm putting the cigar down. The question is, we have no idea what we're going to Cuesta La Vida. Cuesta La Vida. Um, we have no idea what we're going to charge for it or anything. We're going to look at packaging. We're going to look at um, the band and everything that goes on, which can be costly and adds to the price of what it is. Uh, so I have no idea. Um, as we see the finished product, we'll make a determination and then price it. And uh, I know things are tough out there, so uh, it's not going to be no $10 cigar. Um, how close to five dollars? Yeah, this is, this is no four dollar stick, man. Yeah, it really is remarkable. But a little one, and it lasts you an hour. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna smoke uh, the next cigar, which I need like a hole in the head. But um, <laughs> we smoked two cigars on the show, so um, this is Fratello. 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 Now this- you had talked about this cigar briefly. When you when we did the show when you came back from D.C. because Cause you met the gentleman down there Omar Omar D F R I A S Frias I'm not really that good with spelling man F R I A S Omar D E Frias um, he is the owner of um, Fratillo wow. and he's a Dominican born in the Dominican Republic which makes the cigar that much more interesting. Which it does, because he chose Nicaragua. Where to make it? I said, the motherland is the Dominican Republic. Where did you make it? And he says, Hoya Nicaragua, of course. Hoya makes this. Hoya Nicaragua, who makes no private labels for anybody, but made it for him. That Uh, tells you he's connected. Omar is a giant of a man, very, very tall, Mm -hmm. and uh, bald. So you'd appreciate that, Mr. Jonathan. Sounds sexy to me. They're brothers, right? And... This is um, this is a six and a half by fifty four, so big difference from where we are. This is called a Toro, six and a quarter. It's a big cigar, six and a quarter by fifty four. So it happens to look thick, huh? Because, it does because we just well, went just because that little we, tiny uh, cigar. We just smoked the small cigar. When we go to a sixty ring gauge, you go to a fifty, and it looks so small. It's the same size as Lagiana Toro, which doesn't look all that big. Yeah, so it's just because of what we just smoked. So now sixty ring gauges don't look all that. Um, big anymore when we're starting to have 
seventies uh, and eighties. By the way, I bought a lot of seventies. Did uh, you really? Come on. Did you really? I got to talk to you after the show. Yeah, you do. Dave, yeah, I thought you were like anti. Uh, you need to, what you need. Big I have to go with you from now on. I have to be your no guy. Like everyone else yes. wants a you yes need a man. no guy. I do. You need a no man. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. then I can just remind you about the wall of Lagiana we have in it's Seabrook. It's so exciting. Nashua. It's so exciting when you see these cigars unbanded, unboxed. You get wine to dine. They're taking you out to dinner. And so they have the cigar. Yeah, I guess you're going to toss this. They have all these cigars and wheels. It smells so beautiful. You look at it, and they pull some, some out for you, and you sit with them and smoke it. I go, wow, this actually tastes really good. But you're in the moment. Exactly. It's the experience yeah. more, probably more than anything. And how many do you have of these? How many do you have of those? Oh, all right, I'll take all of those. All of those. <laughs> and you do. That's the type I of player you are. You're going to take everything. You're not going to get a couple boxes to sample and see how they sell. You're going to take I, it all. I smoke them all there. I know how they are. I see them. That's not going to do. They're not going to do a fast one. There they are. They made up these these cigars. Five by seventy, six by seven, seven by seventy. I'm like, yeah, a, give me it all. It's amazing, and the price is so good. I said, really? Let me try that again. And then I smoke it in. My seventy ring gauge. So I'm smoking a seventy ring gauge, and I go, it's good. It's really good. Uh, it has a good taste. And I smoked all three sizes, a little bit of each. And I said, I'm, I'm amazed. And we started going over the numbers and here's what I have and all this. And I said, I'll take them all. I'll take them all. How do you want them boxed up? How do you want them packaged? I don't know yet. So you'll see this 5x70, 6x70, 7x70 in packs of seven. One in the middle, six around it. I like that. The super 70s, and they come in little seven packs. That's cool. Super 70s, I'm going. Stop encouraging him, Chuck. No, that's cool. This is not cool. How, ma- how many cigars? <coughs> over under, how many cigars did he have down there before he answered? Oh, my God. Uh, I would say he smoked 30 yeah. a day, an inch or two of each, and then probably went back to that little uh, perfecto we just had. To smoke a regular cigar to enjoy. Pretty accurate? Yeah, at least, yeah. At least that. I mean, I, w- I would have 10, 10, 12 cigars going in an ashtray. When we were testing a blend... Okay, this is this, and then here it is with a little less of this, a little more of that. You know, you go around like like a clock, you know, of the different things, and you go back, yeah. and you say, okay, I'm in there. And sometimes I That bought- is the part that I think I would enjoy <clears throat> the most. I did not enjoy being at the IPCPR, yeah, trying all the different stuff. It was like, no, I'm going to smoke this. Yeah, it's too much. They, I wish they sent us the cigars in advance to do it because standing up, walking to the next booth oh. to try the next cigar at a trade show is terrible. Uh, okay, time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, you know it, folks. Perdomo, cut out the federal estrip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. We'll cut our Fratillo, F-R-A... F-R-A-T-E-L-L-O. You I'm going to go with Fratello. 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 What we have here is a band, very unique band, that uh, they spent a lot of time, I guess, mastering it, that it actually goes around the cigar like a cigar does, but it actually goes on a slant, those that are watching on, on the video. I like it. So it does have a different look to it's it. It's unique. And connects on that little uh, strip that you see. That's at the end of the band where that little um, Fratello cigar strip is, black strip. It is pretty cool. Which is actually the back of the cigar. 
and the front is uh, looking at it there. So the cigar is unique in that respect. It's unique that a Dominican goes to Nicaragua to make his first cigar there. It's unique that Hoya de Nicaragua makes a private brand for somebody who's never been in the cigar business before. And the guy that's in the cigar business has no business being in the cigar business because he's very intelligent. And what crazy nut would, with any brains in their head would ever get into this business? Passion. He's got to be a great salesman because you came back having given him an order. That's right. Another trip he went without me, Chuck. Yeah. And then he comes back with stuff. He's not even going into cigar country. He's going to D.C. to fight for our rights to smoke cigars. <laughs> and he comes back and he says, yeah, I bumped into this random guy that I just met. At the bar. He's a rocket scientist or something. And uh, He works for NASA. I ordered. He works for NASA. How's that? He's an aerospace engineer, works for NASA. And on the weekends, he's got this little cigar business. And I'm like, seriously. See, it's the story behind the cigar that makes it so cool. Why are you in this business? And that's the thing. You know, I said, really, why? Yeah. You seem too bright for that. <laughs> I thought he was a, a Washington, D.C. insider or something when he was at the bar. Yeah. And he said, no, no. Um, I know who you are, he said. Knew who to I you. was. Yeah. I said, really? He says, have you ever seen my cigar before? I said, no. He said, well, I'd love to get it up there in New Hampshire. And I'm like, you did your homework. Yeah, I know. What's Wait a minute, time out. Is this some random guy who you're sitting next to at a bar? I'm, I'm standing up at the bar, and he walks over to me, and there were obviously other cigar stores there because we had just done. Okay. So there's a lot of. But this isn't where you guys were hanging out, and, 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 the, and the whole thing was being held. This was just a kind of like, oh, there's no, a bar night, across the street, yeah, a bar in the hotel that, oh. we, that we stayed at. Okay. So we're there to, to do IPCPR board of directors business, and then we're there to to. Um, Go walk the halls sure. of Congress. So yep. each night, it was the same thing every single night, back to the cigar bar, because we, believe it or not, didn't have a lot of cigars to smoke because we're not sitting around. We're running from uh, yeah. congressman to senator, back and forth, like, like nuts. And, uh, yeah, he was there, and he had sold a few people that were in the IPCPR board of directors. I, I'm in there with him, and I'm there with this person. And you know so-and-so. Yeah. In the United Cigar Group, yeah, they carry my stuff. Get out. I said, okay. So I said, how many accounts are you in? And it wasn't many. So I said, but those are great accounts. You're in the top. He says, this cigar is not meant to be everywhere. I only want the cream of the crop. Wow. And I was coming up to New Hampshire as soon as it warms up a bit. Chicken. Little did he know. Well, I mean, he was in D.C. They're in the coldest, snowiest. Yeah part of what was going on. So there. I'm going to light my cigar using the Vertigo. This is the Vertigo Illuminator. It's and it, 1999. And it has a... It's um, got a little LED flashlight and it's bright. So you have the little flashlight with you at all times. You do. Uh, this is a single pinpoint uh, cigar, which was fine for the first cigar we smoked because it just took a little bit. Now this one, i got to go around. It's not like the triple jet that they have. It's a single little pinpoint thing. So... But what is nice about this is it is very streamlined, and it does fit in that second pocket in your that. jeans. I love that. It's good. What was that pocket for? It's no, it's too small for a pocket watch. And they all have them. All jeans have the second pocket. And it's not for style, really, because you uh, have a shirt that goes... Has anybody made a pocket watch in the last 100 years? <laughs> <laughs> My brother has a pocket watch. Yeah, but is it 100 years old? Uh, well, it, was, it was Grampy's. Yeah, so it's a 100-year-old pocket watch. Right. I don't think anybody's in the business making pocket watches right now. Probably not. 
You think the cigar industry's niche, and just as far as users go, how many people right. actually have a pocket watch and carry it around? But yet, a lot of pockets have that little pocket watch. I don't think. I think it's too small for a pocket watch, though. I don't. And what you, you got dungarees, or, or as, yeah. the, as the kids call it, jeans. Yeah. <laughs> so it's perfect size for the the kids. Stuff the Illuminator in. So old. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, this is um, Hoya de Nicaragua. I'll tell you, tends to be a little too full-bodied for me. Every Hoya de Nicaragua, maybe the Cabaneta. Cabinet deal with mild, yeah. Um, the, 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 one they, the one they came out with for um, Cuatro Cinco that was delicious. Cigar. Excellent cigar. If you can find that cigar around Cuatro Cinco, find it and buy it because we only made so many and we have none. We yeah, have none to sell you. So find some at another store because you ain't going to get any here. But there's something to put aside. I think I put out, yes, I did because I got an autograph they, box. They signed, they signed the box yeah. for you. So nice. I have a box put aside. And uh, 10 years from now, you'll light it up. So, Cuatro Cinco, which is 45. 45th year anniversary of Hoya de Nicaragua, the oldest cigar factory in Nicaragua. Cool. So, that's what that's all about. And, this, and, the, and uh, they made the cigar for him. And I bet you if I asked if they make a cigar for me, the answer would be no. Because they don't do it. But they did it for him. I wonder why. So, when we have him up here, we'll have an interview with him. We'll talk with him. You'll get to know him. And you'll see why I bought his cigar. And whatever he has, because he got into great cigars, he's got it. Okay. He's got it. He's very, very likable guy, Omar. Very, very likable. You want to help him. I want to help him. I did help him. See, I don't have, I don't get those emotions because it's your money I'm spending. If it was mine, I'm sure I'd feel the same way. But I don't feel like anyone deserves my charity when I'm spending your money, which is why I'm such a good nomad. Yeah. Nomad. A nomad as well. Yes. Now, we got a little bit of good news in the cigar industry here uh, as far as taxes go. Utah has now switched from uh, on, on their the upper echelon, and there's, there's, there was nothing in the article about what they consider the upper echelon of cigars, but they were at 86% tobacco tax. And they made 86 times zero. Let me do the math on my calculator. Here. <laughs> they sold no cigars. 80, 86%? 86%. 86%. And zero. Zero. They didn't make anything. Okay. So they're going to drop the tax down to a 50 cent cap on premium cigars. So again, oh, that's, that's a good that's The great. article, the person writing the article doesn't know that there's a such thing as premium cigars. They don't know that there's a definition out there. Yeah. Uh, and they could look in the state of New Hampshire. We have a definition here, mm-hmm. but uh, they're going with the more expensive cigars have a 50 cent cap, whatever that means. And they cite that too many people were doing this black market of tobacco, which is ordering cigars online and going over to the neighboring states that had significantly lower taxes. Yeah. Of course. Now, this is – there's two things that I found interesting in the article. And that's interesting too. Uh, (laughs) The lobbyist for the American Cancer Society says that the bill is going to cost Utah $3.1 million a year. Oh, my God. Uh, One of the senators that is trying to push this – It's going to cost them what, from lost revenue? Well, listen, yes. All right. So Senator Green says that it's wrong because the cigar industry says that it only sells $1.5 million worth of premium cigars annually in the state no of Utah. Way. Oh, in Utah. That sounds low. Well, yeah, because their tax was 86%. Ah. Yeah. So they don't sell anything. Uh, I'd ask the cigar store owners in Utah, but there aren't any. That's why it's so low. What do you mean? Like zero? Zero. They have no cigar stores in Utah. Is that by law or by just no. No they business? They went out of business, 
Chalaraman. Now, this is what I find the you most... You have stores that sell cigars, but they're not, not cigar stores. Yeah, it's different. It's totally different. You can't have a cigar store. What are you, waiting for the neighbors to come in and buy cigars? Yeah. Man, listen, they're online. They're gone. They went over to the other state, or they stopped. They didn't stop. Listen, enough with the taxation. It's a worldwide economy now, state to state. Stop. You're going to make more with the lower tax. That's right. You know what? Be grateful at your 50 cents, and you'll make a ton of money. Ask Rhode Island. Well, are they kept? Yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's follow the money trail now. The American Cancer Society and the American Heart Association are both opposing oh, yeah. this new bill. They're arguing that not only will it lead to more cigar smoking, which we know is, is demonstrably not true. The people that are smoking cigars are the ones smoking them and they're buying online. Right. But this is the one that got me. It will decrease tax revenue rather than helping. Why does the American Cancer Society and the American Heart Association give a rat's patootie right. that the taxes are going to drop? Yeah. Because they're drawing income from tobacco taxes. Oh, how do you That's think why they, they care. Yeah. How do you think they make the money? Interesting. Except they're not making any money because there's no one buying cigars in the state. So if that was really their best interest or their, their true interest, they would want a lower tax or a cap at 50 cents. Yeah. They got the Mormons. They don't smoke or drink. No. What's the, what the alcohol uh, tax is? That I don't know. Maybe our statistician, Rudy, can get on that. And we go. <laughs> is Rudy on? Oh, yeah. Nice. So, Chuck, you ready? While you're enjoying life till it's fullest, it's important to be a gentleman, debonair. Uh, how to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Mr. Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman. Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman. <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Should be the ingredients. See if it's camping. And this is The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen, I want to have just a brief discussion on today's Gentleman Way, as we have an upcoming trip to Tampa, Florida via the J.C. Newman Experience. Yes. Tipping. Tipping. We've talked about this, which means to ensure prompt service. service. We're going to be at a hotel. We're going to be at a suite at a ice rink. We're going to be at a factory. The opportunity is going to present itself for tipping. So I figured I'd put you on the spot a little bit here. Okay. Create create a hypothetical scenario and then quiz you both to see if you would tip in that situation or not. So we arrive at the airport. We land and there's a limo or, or taxi service waiting for us. They drive us to the uh, to the hotel. Do you tip? Yes, of course. Okay. We're at the hotel. There's a concierge service or a bellman or a bellboy, and they take our luggage for us as we walk to the front desk, maybe even going beyond that and taking our luggage up to our room. Do you tip the bellboy? Yes, of course. And we will because we got radio equipment, so we can't carry it ourselves. Typically, I carry I, – I travel light, and I do not let them take my one single bag with me. I got it. Yeah. You know, and don't let them do it. But right. Not for the money, but I just got one little thing. I'm not going to have them walk me. Okay, okay. So now we're at the hockey game. Saturday night we have the hockey game. I'm not tipping a single hockey player, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right now they make more money than I do. Typically in suites you have a uh, bartender or f- type of food service. If uh, food is being offered or served or drink, do you tip? Yeah, that's a waitress. It's a waitress, David? Or a bartender. That's not what's going to happen. It's a giant buffet. 
And when I say giant, I'm telling you, yeah. wait till you see what's going to happen. You want to try a duck quesadilla? They got it. I mean, I, oh. I, thought of, I thought of that, and I'm like, I wonder if they have duck quesadillas. And I just walked around asking, and yeah, they had duck Carving quesadillas. stations, all that stuff. Craziness. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. Awesome. Awesome. Let's fast forward here a little bit, uh, just in the interest of time. So the trip is wrapping up. Now we're at the factory. If, if, if someone goes out of their way, they're giving us a tour. Do you tip in that example? Like, for example, my daughter's birthday was recently. We rented out a museum in Dover, the Children's Museum. Had a great person. She went above and beyond. Gave her a tip. So if we have – I mean, I'm not sure if this presents that opportunity, but – It'll be Bobby and Eric Newman. You're not going to tip Bobby and Eric tip, Newman but, uh, walking us around. All right. I'll tell you who I never tip. Baristas. I don't even know what a barista is. A barista is someone who makes your coffee at, well, Dunkin' mm. Donuts or a Starbucks or the coffee, coffee down the road here. And <laughs> those people I don't tip. They're you don't making tip? eight or nine dollars an hour to pour coffee into a thing. And in some places, you've got to pour the coffee yourself. Right. Them I don't tip. Now, if I'm at that place and I'm getting drive food service, never the drive through. Never. never. David? Never. Never. Again, if my wife it. doesn't like it. I'm with her. She goes, You gave it nothing? Really? Yeah. Yeah, because, well, in the case of you, you order small black coffee, you're going to get a medium, extra cream, extra sugar. Right. So it's not yeah. going to be right anyway. I'm disgusted already. <laughs> I want to go in because I know you're doing it wrong, and I'm pissed off just being in the, the line anyway. So, And I tip. I'm a tipper. I'm, I overtip. I believe in overtipping. That's the one case that I don't. But if I'm in the same place, like Coffee Coffee, for example, I'll go in there with the right. wife sometimes for breakfast. Whole different thing. The same person becomes my waiter. Yeah. And I go right ahead and tip because now that's table service. Last one when traveling is the actual hotel room. So uh, we're going to be there for a few nights. Um, there's going to be a maid service that will take care of the room, yep. tidy it up. Uh, when we leave, when we check out, will you leave a tip? Yes. I usually leave $5. I don't know if that's enough. but Per day? No. At the, at end. the end of the stay. I do five a day. You do five, five a day? A day yeah. See, this is a gentleman. I was wondering about that. We had the discussion on yeah, the so It's Patriots. probably going to be 20 with there. Um, We'll be there. We're going to be Saturday, Sunday. We fly back Monday. Two days, maybe ten bucks. I leave the I leave the thing on the door. I don't want anyone in my room because I have my DJ equipment in there, and I don't want anyone rifling through my stuff. So I don't let it. The, I don't do the bed turn down service or any of that stuff. Yeah, they you only do it, do it the one time. You missed time. a piece of chocolate. You missed the whole thing. Or in the case of Dominican Republic, flan. They put flan on the pillow. Yeah. They have a little table set up, and I got there, and there was a couple of pieces of fruit. That ain't going to happen. But the next day was the flan, and it was fresh on my mind because it was there. And I'm like, can't you make a chocolate chip cookie or something? <laughs> but they like this milky, custardy thing. Gross. Stick with chocolate. Not gross, but yeah. Gross. Last one, and this is just out of curiosity because, again, this is the discussions that I have amongst my peers is uh, if you're at a restaurant and you order food, not necessarily on this trip, but just an, as an example, service is terrible, food is ter- terrible, will you tip in that situation? Yes. Assuming that the waiter or waitress has not been rude. Yes. Now I'm talking terrible service. Terrible awful, service. Awful. They're late. I've, awful I've, food. I've, just, a, just a miserable experience. Do you still tip? I don't know if I ever never tipped anything. The worst would be the change that was left, I guess. You know, yeah. assuming it was 170. There was one yeah. time I had such bad service. <laughs> the, the waiter themselves was rude. The order was messed up not once, not twice, but three times. And so... I'm sitting there just completely livid, almost lost my appetite, and I left them. That never happened to me once. I left them a quarter as the tip, and I waited for them to come and get it. Nice. So they knew that I was mad. Not necessarily debonair, but. No. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. And the question always is, gentlemen, 
Are you debonair enough? I tried to be very debonair when I was down there. I called, uh, I text Phil as soon as I landed. He got back to me later that night and said he was leaving first thing in the morning to go to California. Phil Zangi from Debonair Cigars. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was bummed out because I uh, wanted to see his new projects coming out and all that and spend some time with him, but unfortunately I didn't. I went and saw Mauricio from Viajuelo. Yes, Mauricio <coughs> Cokes, the guy who bailed you out. Yes, he did. I saw um, Carlito Fuente. I saw um, Jose Dominguez, uh, Hochi Blanco, just anybody that would spend time with me, people I never knew before uh, on the Saturday uh, I'll tell you, want, want something really debonair? We land, we land Thursday? Yes. We land yeah. Thursday. So Friday morning, I get up early. They take me to the factory, Jose Dominguez factory, and everybody's working. Now, I don't know that it's a holiday. It is um, Independence Day in the Dominican Republic. Friday was Independence Day. No kidding. And all the factories are closed. Oh, man. He had everybody work that day. What? Because you were going to be there. Yes. Everyone worked. 1,600 people went to work because I came to town. Is that debonair? No, because now you're the enemy. Now you were like, oh, this guy. Yeah, now all of our guy. This is the guy that made us come in there saying in Spanish, pointing at you. We're going to be smoking and going, does this taste like spit to you? They'll get, um, they got Saturday off. So they had Saturday and Sunday because they usually work six days. So they end up getting Saturday and Sunday instead of Friday. Come back Saturday, Sunday. Are you saying it's Devin? I'm not. That's not, in my opinion. That's not Devin. Well, David didn't insist that they work. This was the owner of the factory saying, I'm "Coming okay. down, he wants to show yeah. me." I'm sure you were like, "No, no, don't worry well, about it." It was already done. I had no idea. I didn't know it was a holiday till, till you know. I said, "Hey, let's stop uh, by and see this guy." And he says, "Well, they're, they're closed today." And I go. It's Friday. Why are they closed? And this one's closed, too. And I said, why are they closed? He goes, oh, today's a national holiday. It's Independence Day. And I'm like, really? How come you are open? For you. We're open for you. Aww. Yeah. Wow. So ruined, I thought it was, I'm like, you, you don't have to do that. That's huge. Day. I mean, that is, that's a, that's not a compliment. I don't, I'm not sure what yeah. is. I mean. So they, they stayed open. I'm like, really? And, um, so some people, um. Ended up like his his people closed on Saturday instead. He did Saturday Sunday, so uh, maybe it's better for him. They get two days off in a row. Whatever. Maybe. So uh, that's almost like a weekend. I've heard about them, but I haven't quite. Uh, did you uh, did you see any good tweets when you were down there? I was having serious phone trouble, and I tried to do um, Skype, which didn't work. Uh, other people's phone was working. Use my phone. Use my phone. But I don't want to do that. So I really kind of stayed away from everything. I was able to get onto Facebook. Yeah. Weird. Hmm. Facebook was like, works everywhere. It's like the only thing that really works. Should, Wi-Fi should be, you know, no no interruptions. As long as it's a steady Wi-Fi connection, you're not having to worry about any, like, cell phone usage or any of that other nonsense. Like, if you were to <laughs> access it over the 4G network, for example. Like, sure. when I went to England... I relied solely on the Wi-Fi experience, which was great because we're in downtown London and basically everywhere had a Wi-Fi connection. So I was able to surf the web, Skype, Facebook, Could, Twitter, all that. Couldn't get Skype going. Could, couldn't get a call out. And, uh, hey, whatever. I've, I've been there so many different times. and It's always the same problem anyway. But they're growing. They, the Dominican Republic is growing uh, despite what they're uh, – It's a good thing you didn't respond to my Facebook and, message I sent. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I didn't see it. Well, well, don't buy anything while you're there? <laughs> 
<laughs> that Sorry. Was, that wasn't the message, but we'll talk off the Text air. the word cigars to 96,000. And uh, not next week. The week after, we'll start giving away things. If you already did it to the old one, you're all set. You don't have to do it again. Right. <clears throat> A lot of comments about this lighter, by the way, the chat box. Interesting lighter. It's called the Illuminator? Illuminator, and it's thin, if you see how thin it is, and it's got that little um, yeah, waviness to it. For just under 20 bucks, it's a good lighter. It's a good lighter. and has a Illuminator, a little light so on it, what a I, single jet. What I'm going to do, Chuck, is I'm going to just – I know it's not – PC for the radio, but I'm going to just say to David, mm -hmm. would you please do tweets of the week? Because Chuck gave you a layup. Did you see any tweets while you're down oh, there? Oh, really? You Is skipped that a, over. Listen, Chuck. Hey, I'm not. Hey. I'm not feeling good today, so I, I'm <laughs> hey, it's definitely. All right. It's all right. I didn't call you on it. It was like the segue of segways. This is my C game, and I have not even read oh, these. You're, you're good, he just man. like popped it up there for all you, right. a little layup. So let's take a look at social media. Brought to you by our friends. Uh, who were built on social media, Recluse Cigars, for the best tweets of the week. Okay, the Recluse Cigar tweets of the week, and they start off with, I always wash my hands before and after I pee, because you never know what you may already have touched with your penis. That's a fair point. That's awesome. <laughs> I saw a woman wearing a sweatshirt with guess on it. So I said, implants? Interesting. Interesting. Walmart pokes holes in the condoms to ensure customers' retention. Yes. I'm, I'm going to concur on that one. In the best tweet I saw all week, I say no to alcohol, but it just doesn't listen. Those are the best <laughs> tweets I saw all week. Brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Rolled and two bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. Did you see uh, J.R. Dominguez while you were down there? I saw him on the plane leaving Miami to um, the Dominican and sitting next to, in, sitting behind him and across from me was El Toto. El Toto. Good nothing. He is a Dominican singer, pop singer. And let me tell you, everyone knew who he was mm. because they were taking pitches and uh, he sure got wasn't up. for you. Nope. And when Did he they sing on the plane, he got everybody when everybody was sitting down and they're ready to do it. And, the, and they're going to go on and tell you to buckle your seatbelt. And this is how you buckle your seatbelt, which is the most stupidest thing. Right. This is how you buckle the seatbelt. Kill yourself. All, how old are you? You don't know how to buckle your seatbelt. Really kill yourself. But <laughs> it's so stupid. It's aggravating that it's they, the they first, <laughs> It's the first time that his grumpiness has paid off. It's brilliant. Actually I love it. entertaining. Uh, so he gets up <laughs> and he says something on Spanish to the people, and he's going on and on and on, and they're clapping and they're cheering. This is the singer? The singer, yeah. And then they escort him off the plane? No. So then he sits down, and I got Tom with me, and he's sitting right next to Tom, and uh, he gives Tom one of the records. I took a picture of it, whatever, and um, the people. In first class, that was sitting there as the thing was going on. They would come, and then people from the other things were coming in. Can I take your picture? It was very, very nice that he took pictures with everybody. And uh, you know, come on, yeah, sure, no problem, That's or cool. something. And I was saying to um, uh, J.R. Dominguez in front of him, sitting in front of him, I mean, is this guy big? And he goes huge. As a matter of fact, he will be throwing the opening pitch out for the Boston Red Sox. Wow! Wow! So uh, 
Tom got really talking to him and says, look us up, give us a call, and yeah. we'll go out or whatever. But he didn't speak all that much English. He sings in Spanish, too. Yeah. And I haven't heard the music or whatever, but nice. Or, or you young have, man. and it didn't. No, I didn't. You would not that I know. Right. Not you wouldn't know. know if you did. But what a nice guy, El Torito, which is little bull. The little bull. Like Can you imagine if if we walked around and we just gave ourselves names like that? Well, you kind of did. My name is Jonathan. I put two mm-hmm. letters and a period in front yeah, of it. Yeah, but it's more of a name than we have. Uh, I yeah. guess. El Torito. Little so Mr. Bull. Mr. Jonathan. Little Bull. Yeah, my new name is going to be Peace Sign. <laughs> That's what I'm going to go with. The opposite of peace. <laughs> the opposite. All right, what do you say? Let's go to break. All when right. we come back, we got Old Fat Freddy, a peak in the asylum. We're going to talk uh, about some weed. And weed. Weed. We're going we're gonna to talk about weed as we smoke the Fatello. We're going to continue smoking the Fatello. We'll be back in minutes. Stick around, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All right. What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ, Mr. Jonathan, it's me, Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production, Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun, he finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... 
Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top Hawaii Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Yo, 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 yo. We're back, baby. Hey, a heist. Another heist for cigars. A.J. Fernandez Warehouse in sunny Sunrise, Florida gets hit for $25,000 in wholesale product. Uh, disabling the alarm. This has been happening a lot. This has been happening a lot. Be careful of your stuff down there. You would think cigars would be a tough thing to try to boost because to try to resell it. You know, what are you going to do with those? How do you trunk? It's Florida. It's not like you even have to humidify it. It's humidified all the time. But still, still. Some may recall uh, Alec Bradley's warehouse in September, Um, and now here we are uh, minutes away uh, at the A.J. Fernandez facility. Um, They're saying um, burglars got away with uh, nearly 600,000 from the Alec Bradley one and uh, a lot less of A.J. Fernandez, but a smaller company, and there you go. Inside job, you think? Yeah. Well, two, two companies getting robbed in the same year. Cigar companies and the the, the S- alarm system being disabled in both could yeah. they both be inside jobs? I doubt it. Mm. it sounds like professionals to me. Yeah. If you Burglars. See, if you see a real good deal on either of those guys' stuff, don't buy it because you're uh, helping out the criminal. If it's yeah. too good to be true, probably is. So uh, also, cigar bloggers have put a media group together. Uh, CAO CRA ambassador, one of the largest watch sites. Uh, including Cigar Coop and Stogie Geeks, William Cooper put together a cigar media associations with, get this, a code of ethics. Media with a code of ethics. This <laughs> is like going back to the 40s, 50s, and 60s, right? Yeah, now. with a code of ethics, looking to improve and establish professional relationships, which is probably something that's needed in this industry. I know at the IPCBR trade show, you hear um, a lot of, I hear, being on the board of directors, I hear a lot of the manufacturers having major problems. Yeah, they were all a bit ready to be thrown out. Right. And several, there what? were several Stealing of the bloggers that product. were escorted out of Come the IPCBR this year. Yeah. For theft. And these guys are certainly not one of them. By the wow. way, uh, Cigar Coop, if you recall, we were walking from one hotel to the other, 
couple of guys came up and said they knew who we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cigar, and I gave, I took a cigar out of your pocket. Yeah. In Atabay. And he mentioned Atabay, and I said, ooh, here. Like he said, I hear you talking about Atabay all the time or whatever. And I said, here, I took the cigar out of your pocket. Yeah. The one you were going to smoke, gave it to him. That was him. No kidding. That was him, yeah, because I, I, I had talked to him about... Uh, when I heard about what was happening there, and he said, no, you know me, because I met you before. You actually took a cigar right out of Mr. Jonathan's pocket and handed it to me. Wow. Which is, you remember when it happened. I do, and yeah. which is funny, because I read I read his article about the Atabay. It was re- really well written. I was never mentioned. Again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not mentioned in the article like I don't exist. I'm just a sidekick. Very difficult for, for my ego to handle just being a sidekick. Why, was I mentioned in the article? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see Technically, that. you gave him the cigar. I did. You I stole did. it from me. Awesome. And but, you gave it to but him. But how did you get it? Uh, I believe Nelson Alfonso gave really? it to him. The well, man himself. When we were at break, I got a call from Nelson Alfonso. And like a gentleman, I didn't take it because we're doing this right now. I'll catch up with him after. See? But that's, you know. That's gentleman. Th- this is usually a safe time to call. Yeah. yeah. It's um, Tuesday late afternoon. Yeah. But we were taping. We're in this, and until this is over, we'll get back to All regular right. work. Now, you can't taste anything because you're sick. What is, yeah. Can I just say something real fast about the flavor? And I know we hate doing this, guys. All right? You hate to compare a cigar to another one. And maybe it's because you were talking about Atabee. But there's a hint of Atabee in this. Not, I mean, Atabee stands on its own. But that, there's that aftertaste, that, that finish, if you yeah, will, yeah. that Atabee has yeah. that I'm getting a little bit of a, on this one. What I'm picking up. Is what you know? You get the you get the cocktail peanuts, the red ones yeah. that have the skin. skin. Well, you choke on them. <laughs> if you take the skin and you just press it up against the roof of your mouth and you kind of disintegrate the skin, it has a little bit of a tannic quality. It's got a little sweetness to it at the same time, and a little bit of that salty to it. And that is what I'm getting from this Fratello on the on the the aftertaste there. The skin of a nut, of a peanut, red from, from a. Friggin' nut. From <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the Fratello. <coughs> were, you, uh, were you spying on Old Fire Freddy this week? I was not. All right. No, I was away. I was away, and I came back yesterday. Did you come back yesterday? I don't know, because you don't talk to me. You come back. You're back for days and days. I come back to piles of mail, piles of email, piles of problems. Ugh. So if there's no problem, give me a day or two. <clears throat> The worst thing is going away. You come back to all oh, this yeah. crap. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Freedom Team, forget it, man. It's, and this is the, this is the slow time of season. But and th- this is a tape show that isn't going to air till Saturday. Yesterday, which would be Friday, is March Madness. Ah, so we're gearing up for that, and it's a big, big thing for us. We're going to have thousands and thousands of people come in. It's the running of the brides, you know, cigar-wise, and uh, to be a customer every 15, 20 seconds. Yeah, it's crazy. All day for 12 hours. Two registers. I mean, this thing goes nonstop. It's so much uh, upfront getting ready for it and stuff. And, of course, I take off a few days beforehand. So <clears throat> you would deliver and stuff back and forth and there's a lot of setup. There's a lot of gearing up for it. There's lots of computer things. Yeah. And if it can go wrong, it will go wrong and does go wrong. Uh, as much as you, I've been doing it for now, it's, it's 18 years, I think. March yeah. Madness really? has been going on 18 years. So uh, it, it's awesome, but um, 
with, with that comes. Well, it's it's comes. awesome for the consumer, and it, and it is it is a one day thing, and it's a big production. And it, I would venture to say, it is our biggest production. It's it's much bigger on a grand scheme of things than even the anniversary party, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, geez. Uh, and, and after that, I mean, it's exhausting. We put stuff away for about an hour or so. At 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, we meet down the street, and we all have greasy fried breakfast food or whatever the heck we eat. And then early in the morning, we're going to get up, and we're going to fly out, and we're going to fly out. <clears throat> You've been putting your body under a lot of stress, Dave. And it was bound to happen that I was going to get a cold. Yeah. And I would love – I've had the cigar already. I like it. That's why I bought it even without Mr. Jonathan's uh, – Okay, and, um, you know, I just knew it was a winner, and I want to help uh, Omar out anyway, but he has a good cigar. The thing is, I can't tell you any flavors because I'm, I'm gone. I mean, it's yeah. – and I hope to be better for Saturday. I'm, I'm, I can't take any days off, so uh, – You're going to have to uh, not gonna be make any the rest. soup, man. Just make the soup. Yeah, make do the, the soup. soup. Do the soup. Do it. All right, it's time to go into the aging room with Old Fat Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, people cut down their trees with little to no thought about the time of day. In my day, we did our tree cutting in the morning so there was less sap in the trunk and the wood would season faster. Nowadays, people are using social media to locate their lost pets. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are all they have at their disposal. Where are you going here? In my day, every town had a pet private eye that would sift through clues and find your lost pet for you. Nowadays, buildings have occupancy restrictions due to fire codes. In my day, there were no fire codes, and you could throw a very large ball with as many people as you could physically fit in the building. It was awesome. We were early rising lumberjacks with morning wood, pet dicks, and very large balls. Sometimes... Aging makes a great cigar even better, just like <laughs> aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco, try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged, some are not. <laughs> What's better than the smell of freshly cut morning wood? There's, there's nothing better. I can't think of anything. <laughs> freshly cut morning wood. <laughs> At the beginning, it's like, where is he going I know. here? Where is it going? Then and you it, start it all, to see it take shape. It fits together, <laughs> and it turns into a big pile of mess at the end, just like it does every single week. Old Fat Freddy. If you want to see Freddy, he's always at the Nashua Two Guys Smoke Shop location. Go in, ask for Old Fat Freddy by name, and he'll tell you what it was like in his day. He certainly will. He will. So he certainly will. We have a celebrity. So politicians focus everyone's attention, including the media, on the so-called benefits of marijuana, but they keep the dangers well hidden from view. Meanwhile, drinking alcohol and smoking tobacco continue to come under relentless fire. It's weird. True. Mm. We all know about the dangers of drinking too much and smoking tobacco too much, but no one ever talks about the proven benefits of using both of those substances in moderation, except for one man, Dr. S. Marcosi. Uh, the, the basic premise of his article is... That men and women that smoke that smoke less than half a pack a days uh, of cigarettes a day. did not suffer of cigarettes yeah. from more health problems yeah. than their non-smoking peers. It didn't increase their heart disease risk or their cancer risk or even their lung risk. Only the diff- the only difference was found in their weight. Light smokers maintain 
a much healthier body weight than their peers. Wow. Uh, wow. I just want to get to the... Uh, I'm going to take up cigarette smoking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the politically... people say that every day. I think I take up cigarette yeah. smoking. The politically correct clowns say that marijuana smoking reduces stress, but from a purely medical and physiological standpoint, they couldn't be more wrong. It actually increases your blood pressure and it increases your heart rate. And it, uh, with that nice little cough button, Sorry. There, Chuck. Yeah. That was nice. <laughs> I'm going to cough up a lung here. So it's a, uh, it ends up being that marijuana smoking in, in total is a disaster for your health. The fact that it... Uh, and state by state by state, they're legalizing it. And I'm for that. I'm, I am I am very uh, much for that for the sole purpose of revenue, tax revenue. Yeah, make money off them. Make money off them. And man. crime. Crime goes away. Sure. You save money. Save money in the crime fighting. Yeah, because you're going you're gonna to fight somebody that's got a little bag of pot or something. Yeah. There's bigger stop, battles to fight out there. Than, and I'm well, going to add to that prostitution. Leave it alone. I'm with Let you there, too. Uh, uh, marijuana, uh, marijuana also affects the brain in a way uh, that people – People that smoke marijuana have feelings of happiness or peace when they are high, but others actually experience strong negative emotions such as anxiety and sadness. And experts believe this is because marijuana interacts with certain chemicals in the brain, including the neurotransmitter dopamine, which is your reward drug. It's the number one reward drug for your brain. Uh, Research repeatedly shows that marijuana smoking is very bad for anyone with a mental disorder, and it can worsen psychiatric disorders or bring them on earlier in life. Now that now that they're getting big giant studies because you got legalizing yeah. happens, so yeah. you're starting to see pot what? smoker. Were you a pot smoker? I well, I I'd done it, and uh, but he just he described me. It would make me like paranoid and like it just wasn't enjoyable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Mr. Jonathan, uh, yeah, pot would, smoker. I'm not gonna say I never smoked a joint, but uh, it's a, only because my wife made me. But did you like it? It wasn't your thing. It's obviously, not my thing. yeah. It's I never tried thing. it. Never did. Never. Come on. I never smoked Go a cigarette. Up in Boston, dude. I know. I never smoked a cigarette, and I never smoked a joint. Never. Nice. Not even one. Wow. Probably missed a lot of good times. Nah. I don't but, think so. Uh, and it you burns know, your throat if when you inhale it. It'd be one thing if you could get like a brownie or something. I'd be. Yeah. That'd be okay, but that would be my problem. Butter, brownie, <laughs> whatever. The the thing is, though, everybody used to say to me. Oh my God! And then we chow down, and yeah. we, we were so yeah, hungry, and all the stuff. You need. It's the last thing I need. This is maintenance. <laughs> this what you see. This mess is me maintaining myself. Can you imagine? No. At, here, take this. It's going to make you really hungry, and you're going to eat a lot of crappy food. It's the last thing I'm ever going to eat. Do. Yeah. It's the last thing I need on my plate. Is that? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, then there's also the final. The final thing that he touches on here is the burnout factor. Smoking too much marijuana, you end up actually burning out your neurotransmitters right. and reducing brain function over time. Uh, if you compare it to smoking even cigarettes, which is vilified by the media, vilified by the politicians, just comparing it head-to-head with smoking cigarettes, you're better off smoking cigarettes than smoking weed. If you compare it to smoking cigars, you're better off smoking cigars than anything. Right. Keep smoking that stuff, you end up in the asylum. <laughs> I love his segues. Really? So this, this is you segueing. <laughs> nice. Right. So it's time to take a peek <laughs> in the asylum, and here we go. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats and their 
It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's Asylum. It's been nearly a decade, but a foul-mouthed prankster who jokingly put in for a middle name change between 2004 and 2008 has finally had their day. A credit card offer sent by Bank of America is creating quite a stir after it was addressed to Lisa is a slut McIntyre. A shocked Lisa McIntyre for whom it was intended took to Twitter to showcase photos of her letter, which allegedly carried a footnote of prestige without the price. I don't know what's going on, but having my mom receive mail addressed to Lisa is a slut McIntyre is wildly not acceptable, she tweeted Thursday. It's possible I've been slutting it up on the Honor Society's database for almost 10 years, McIntyre wrote. They haven't been able to pinpoint how is a slut became my middle name, but they're still investigating. Well, at least you have that going for you, Lisa. Hey, uh, by the way, what are you doing Saturday night? That's insane. That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. False. 100% false. 100% false. Google it. Flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take no me away. away. <laughs> They're coming to take it's me the away. It's the truth. It's no Bank of America. It's no Dick Van Dyke. It's no Dick Van Dyke. Which that one, I admit, may not be true, but it was too good not to read it. Right. And where do you go? What's that place you go to to find if it's real? Snopes? Snopes.com. Snopes. Snopes. Snoops. Yeah. Snoops yeah. is a slut McIntyre. I don't, I'm not buying that at all. All right. Hey, don't in, buy in, it. Interesting. You're running out of material, maybe. <laughs> Can I give a shout-out? <laughs> sure. To Malangos on the chat box. Yes. He's been a steady – you know, he's he's reaching Rudy uh, Rudy level. Oh. He has, I, I'm not sure the last time this guy's missed a show. He's very interactive in the chat box, very knowledgeable. Uh, awesome to have you here. Also to uh, Sweet214. Where's he from? Malangos, uh, give us a little shout here. Where are you from, buddy? Sweet, I believe, is the gentleman who won the lighter. Uh, from we, Sweden? We, no, he's not nope. from Sweden, but his nickname is Swede. This is interesting. He was able to figure out how to sign up for the texting program, which required him to text. Yeah. But then it took him quite a while to figure out how to text me his address so I could send him the lighter. But you did. I did. We were able to work it out, but I just found that interesting, Swede. I, I chuckled about that. That was funny. Is he the one that put something on Facebook or something? That was someone else. That was oh, the okay. first person that won. That was nice. There's the link, Rudy, on it. It's a true story. Oh, there we go. Really? There we go. And it's funny, looking at the link, it's, you know, dailynews.com dot forward slash blah, 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 blah. And then this Lisa link that he slut. has. No, it, it, where that would be, it says censored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lisa is a slut. I can tell you. Oh, that's awesome. Why? So, so is a slut? Was her middle name? It's censored. Like I know. So can we say that? We did. We did. Okay. I, uh, just for the record, I, I had found the story. And then that morning, it, I heard it on Wonder one of the you, uh, shock jocks. How do you Google that, though? How do you even find? Yeah. Like, in, it, in a minute. He found it in a minute. You just type, Lisa is a slut McIntyre, and it's going to pop Oh, see, right I up. thought you were asking, how do you even find the story? Well, that's a... No, I've got my sources now. I mean, people help me out. They send me different funny stories. Voices if you see something head, imagination, this that, might... you, that you would like to hear on the Asylum segment... 
please feel free to hit me up on Facebook. Send me a private message with the link, and I'm happy to look at it and see if it's asylum-worthy. And I'm always looking for the tweets of the week. If you got anything, uh, com info at thecigarauthority.com, or you click on a button on there anyway. I'm getting a lot of mail. We're yeah, it's been to, pretty good. It's really picking up probably since Podbeam is throwing us some love. And, yeah. Uh, we're growing, getting bigger, and our four-year anniversary is just two weeks away. Yeah, the 15th. The Catalina Wine Mix. Catalina Wine Mix. I don't know what you want to call next week, but we're leaving on on today. We're leaving today <laughs> to the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory in Tampa, Florida. That'll be next week's show, live from there. Not live, it'll be pre-taped from Sunday. The Diamond Crown Experience. So we'll have plenty to tell you of what had already happened, and... Uh, We'll get some info from them of new projects they have coming out and new cigars. And whatever we can find out, we'll, we'll get uh, for the show. Eric and Bobby Newman, I'm sure, will be both on the show, along with our winners of the Diamond Crown Experience. So catch that podcast. Go to iTunes. Set it and forget it. Subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to stay in touch with us on The Cigar Authority. So thank you, everybody, for listening this week and every week. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you are smoking your Fratello Toro, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. It just doesn't belong there. What about if I'm smoking a Cuesta La Vita? Sorry. Yeah. Cuesta La Vita! You got a baby. Cuesta La Vida! Keep the, lid keep, keep the lid out of your mouth with that one, too. And all cigars. Catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. A million choices.